Welcome to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. Now, let's listen to today's message. We wait for you. Faith is so critical for you. As a matter of fact, you know that the Bible said that there are three that abide. Three things that abide. Hope, faith, and love. Then the Bible said that the greatest of them is love. I will also add my version. The most critical of them on earth is faith. If you will live here and live here in God's plan successfully, you must work on your faith. It is critical. You can be a lover of God and be exposed to terror. You can be a strong lover of God and still die. If you don't build your faith because faith is critical. The Bible said one, faith out of faith, the justice shall live. The way you live as a believer is by faith. Two, without faith, no man can please God. So faith is your life. Faith is what pleases God. Two. Three, it says that by faith, the elders obtained a good report. If you don't have faith, you can obtain a good report. It says that by faith, they escaped the edge of the sword. By faith, they raised back their children to life when they died. By faith, they escaped the fire. By faith, they escaped. I mean, faith is the way of escape. It is critical for your survival here. It is what you use to quench the fairy darts. If you don't have it, you can love God and fairy darts will hit you. So you need to build that faith up. Build it up strongly. Build it up strongly. If there is something you need to do, build your faith up. The devil is no respecter of persons. Even Jesus Christ is tempting Jesus Christ. So for you, he will tempt you more. So, But you need to build up your faith. You build it up. Make sure that you are living in faith. Walking in faith. Talking in faith. Build it up. Because the year as we have entered into, you must understand some things. Our world is not going to get better. Don't, 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 don't have that kind of notion in your, the back of your head. The Bible said the last days are the beginning of sorrows. You will have men increasing in wickedness. He said, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. So it is not like the world itself is going to get better. The world is going to get darker, but in the darkness, the light shines brighter. That is why you must learn. Learn how to operate faith. Arm robbers will increase. They are not going to decrease. Sakawa guys will increase. All these things will what? Increase. Reckless drivers, they will increase. That is why your faith needs to be intact so that somebody by his error doesn't affect you so that your faith can guide sustain and hold you together I hope you are hearing it at church there are more supervisors that are evil you will have people that are your bosses that, that they don't have faith they are unreasonable men they are wicked and unreasonable men and you will be working with them that is why your faith needs to be built up intact you will have a boss that will change your salary 10 times it, it is normal. It is normal. You work in conditions where people are liars. They are tricksters. It, it is normal. It is not strange. It's so critical. I've tried to give you some scriptures. It says that this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. That is the power that causes us to overcome. Even our faith. So critical. Very critical. Very critical. Very critical. It is very important. Either than that, 
you will have things overcoming you pressures stresses sicknesses but in marriage and you are sad it will overcome you men that are misbehaving women that are misbehaving maybe you are a student you have no parents to pay your fees it is not about your parents it is about your faith if you can believe god will pay is it difficult for god to pay fees no if your parents can pay it is not an excuse not to be in school you can trust god the bible said god made the shadrach meshach abednego to land in a city where they were captives why can't god just connect and bless just send somebody away to just pay your fees it, it is cheap but it comes by faith can you start a business and excel it comes by faith you can only do that by faith it is critical i will say it again very critical you won't change your job you can by your faith change your job if you can't get a job by faith you can create one but if you don't build that faith and we don't teach you you will suffer unnecessarily unnecessarily maybe they shut the door to you you are complaining no 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 use your faith to open another better job and better door that is the essence of faith and i want to just excite you before i start that you need it to survive when you are sick you need faith to be healed people wait for it to be too late they wait for it to be too late when they have cancer now they want to believe in healing by the time you are believing you are already dead because the cancer will work faster it will work faster because he knows that it will work faster to kill you because you have not built your faith over the period when you are headache, you didn't use your faith. You had stomach problem, you didn't use your faith. Is it cancer? Is it cancer that you use your faith? We will bury you quickly because that is faster. Why am I starting the year this way? Because, ladies and gentlemen, your faith is critical for your survival here. For your survival. If you are going to work with people who are using occultic powers, who are chanting, charming, and you don't have faith, how will you overcome? You'll be a believer who is begging. They will take your position whilst you are seated there. They will take your contracts and you are seated there. Meanwhile, you went to the interview with them. And whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. But if you don't build that faith up, they will take all that belongs to you because the devil is a thief. He is always stealing. And who will he steal from? From his own? A thief can steal his own things. He steal other people's stuff. So it is your stuff. Either your favor, your joy, your peace, the, 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 the love in the home. That is what he is after. And you must have faith to be able to hold it together. Hold it together. To hold it is very critical. Very, 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 very critical. To the point where Paul said that if you don't exercise faith and your soul, I will not be pleasing you. Because you did not exercise faith, you turn back. He said that such a person, I Paul, I cannot be excited with such a guy. And it is critical. You will build it up. This year will help you to build it up. As your pastor, I will help you. I will teach you the word of God to build it up. Because it is critical for your survival. Critical for your survival. Physical, spiritual, emotional, financial, psychological. Your faith needs to be so strong that anything that comes your way, you can handle it. Ask my wife, when you see me worry. I work, I work with him. Have you ever seen me asking or begging for money or something? No. I can work here. There is no money for the work. I tell him that the money comes. Why? And the money comes after some few minutes. He's, he's here. Why? My faith. Somebody will think it's magic. No, no, it's not magic. Somebody will think the man of God is so powerful. Very, very anointed. No, it is faith. You learn how to operate it. As you learn how to operate it, things become simpler. They become easy to do. Yet 
greater than that, you might have certificate and you are still suffering. You might be prayerful and you are still suffering. You might fast and still you are in bondage. Because faith is the base. It is the base. That is why the Christian, Christianity is called the way, the faith, the, the, the faith. It is an expression of a belief. Can I give you some scriptures to write down? Hebrews chapter number 1. 1 to 3. John chapter number 1. 1 to 5. Hebrews chapter number 4. Verses 2. Hebrews chapter number 4. Verses 12 and 13. Jeremiah 31, 33. Hebrews 8, 10. What is the purpose of church? It's for mind transformation. Church. To renew your mind, teach you about the mind of Christ so that you can leave the, the mind of the world somewhere so that you can operate the faith. Either than that, you would be you would you would be sad. A Christian who is very frustrated, it's like everything is not working. Everything is not working. Prayer is not answered, things are not happening, it's like you are delaying. Then when it happens like that, what will you do? You will not come to church. Yeah, you, you, are, you are frustrated, you are you are down. It's like God is not hearing you. You even complain. The Eradin Tian Bible. God hears prayer. Pray rightly. He will hear, but it comes by faith. Now I'm studying. He says Romans 10, 17. So then, faith, come it. There is no come there. Come it there. That's why it's in bracket. I've taught that in church. So then faith by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Now, today I want to look at the fundamentals of faith you the fundamentals of faith there are two basic things when you look at faith the definition of faith is in hebrews 11 you, you know the definition that is the definition not what it is it is the definition faith is the substance of things what hope for the evidence of things not seen for by it the, the, the elders obtain a good report by faith we understand that the wells were framed by the word of god the things which appear were not made from things that we do appear by faith. He's he's telling you how important faith is, but now that is the definition, is the substance. What substantiates what you are hoping for? Everybody who hopes for a good life, everybody who hopes to live long. We hope that you get a good job when you finish school. It's a hope. You have a hope that you marry a good guy, a, a, a wonderful husband. It's a hope. You hope that your certificate will land you in a good profession. But those are hope. He said faith is what gives it substance. If those hopes will show up, it is faith that will cause it to show up. So he said that faith is the evidence of things not seen. It is the things we don't see. Faith substantiates it. It gives it evidence. You were not there when the man murdered someone. But there is an evidence that says that he did it. Somebody saw him. Somebody heard what he said. He made a phone call. It's an evidence. It's presented. And it is scrutinized until you can say that, yes, this evidence is true. So this man did it. Then you are jailed. It's an evidence. If you don't have it, you have so much hope and have nothing showing up. You might have hope that you live long. Then you die at 40. Because the problem then is not because you die at 40. It is because you didn't substantiate your hope so he's teaching us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God what brings faith which is so critical is the word of God one 
Now, two fundamentals of faith is your heart and the word of God. Those are the fundamentals of faith. If you understand faith, you must understand the word of God and understand your heart. Because faith is the response of your human spirit to the word of God. How you respond from your heart to God's word. If you respond positively, we say it is faith. If you respond rightly, we say it is faith. If you respond well, we say it is faith. But if the response is not correct, it is not faith. So faith is the human spirit's response to the word of God. So the heart is where the human spirit is. Or that is what the human spirit is. And the word of God is what brings it. Now, if it is the word of God that brings it, because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. A lot of people have been hearing the word of God for a long time, but they don't have faith. Why? Now, the Bible teaches the honor people place on God's word, they place honor that is not deserving. Now, I'm going to say some things about the word of God, and I want you to listen. Just listen, open your heart and listen. Your faith is a reflection of the value you place on God's word. I'll say it again. If you have faith, it is because you have relevance and you respect God's word. If you don't, you can't have faith. Because God's word, you need to place a value on it. God's word and your boss's word, who do you believe? Let me give you a typical example. You know, you know that you must get to work at what time? Eight. You are there. You can go from Monday to Friday when you are even sick. But church, eight, you will show up at ten. When you are even hungry, you will show up at all. And when you are nowhere, you will not even show up at all. It shows, a, it's a reflection. Your response to God's word is like that. Because God's word teaches do not forsake the gathering together of yourself. Which is the manner of some. That means that some people are like that. But don't be like that. That is the word of God. How you respond to it shows faith. Now. The value people place on God is so cheap. People don't know that. They think prophecy is more. More powerful than God's word. You, you, you can't live like that. He said this is the sure word. Of prophecy. The value you place on God's word. The value you place on it. How important is it? What did Job say? What did Jeremiah say? Job said that it is more important to me than my daily bread. Job, he said, your word is very important to me. More than my daily the bread I eat. It is more important. Isaiah said that you, 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 you open my ears and you wake my ears up at dawn. So that I can hear your word. It, is, it, it must become your life. Your lifestyle. It must become what you cherish. A lot of people see us as superstars. They call us to come and pray for the sick, which we do. But until you progress, to begin to also pray for the sick, I have done a poor job. Very, very poor job. Very, very, very poor job. And I'm going to take time and teach. Now, how important is God's word? What is the importance God places on his word? God said, me and my word, we are one. Me and my word, we are one. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. Now, the word you are holding in your hand. Let me, let me say it in a way that is a little bit blasphemous. But it will send a message down. This one is God. Though it is not. That's what I'm trying to say. This one is God. This one is God speaking to you. 
That is the first place of this word. You want to hear God? Don't go and look for a prophet. You want to hear God? Where do you go first? Here. This is how important this is. So important that this one, this one is like, I won't say like God. This one is God. This one. The writings here is like God. You need a prophecy that will not fail. Is here. And this is how valuable this is. This one. I will say it again. It is God. This one is the Father speaking to you. If God has anything to say to you, this one is here. How important should it be to you? It should be more important to you than your accounting books. Because that one is men talking to you, teaching you systems. More important than the doctor's degree you are looking for. A medical, sorry, you become a doctor. Okay. This one. Because that one fails. This one is a real thing. This one. And this is how important it is. It is God speaking to men. Is here. But what will men do? Like Adam and Eve. They will look for another thing to replace what it is. This one. Open it every day. Open it every single day. Now, secondly, not only is this one God. This one is what created everything. It is the word. Spoken. What is contained here is the same thing God said. And everything was created. So everything, the word is so important. One, the word is God. Two, the word is the creator. It creates everything. If you wouldn't need anything to be created, you want anything, this can create it. Everything. If I were you, if I need to create a husband, where would I go to? If I need healing, where, 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 can I, where can I go to? It creates all things. I need a good job. I need excellence of spirit. I need favor. Where do I go to? Here, it is so important. But the value we place on it is so cheap. You believe in, you even believe in my prayers more than this. Wrong. You see, I'm telling you things that are practical. Wrong, 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 wrong. I am your pastor. If somebody should be excited, it should be me that you trust me. Is that not so? Will you be in the church you don't trust the pastor? No. Me myself, I will not be there. I need to trust the person. And I'm telling you that this one is what creates everything that is true. This one is also what sustains everything. Hebrews 1. God who has sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophet. He had in this last day spoken to us in his son. Whom he had appointed. The son is who? Jesus. Who is the word of God? He has appointed a heir of all things. By whom also he what? He made the wealth. Jesus Christ, who is the word. He is the source of the creation of the whole world. That is the second thing I said. He created all things. Three, he owns all things. He is the head. He owns all th- This word, owns, this one, it owns every single thing you can think of. Don't think somebody owns it. This one, he owns everything. Jesus Christ, the word. The word, he owns everything. Everything that God owns is recorded here. Heaven, earth, hell. The devil is not the owner of hell. Read this one. He said, I've got the keys. I have the keys of death and of hell. He owns everything, but it's here. If you don't find what he owns, you would think the devil owns. Does the devil own power? No. This one teaches that Jesus Christ said when he rose from the dead, Behold, all power, there is no power anywhere left. He said, All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Behold, I give unto you also power. But where is it? Here. Not only is it sustaining or creating or owning it, it is this word that is powerful. Hebrews 4, verse 12. Can we read it? For the word of God is, is quick. And what? What is powerful? Full of what? Full of power. You don't make the word of God powerful. 
You are not the one who will make it. I'm not the one that make it powerful. The word of God itself is powerful. That is the honor place on the word. It is very, very powerful. It is actually quick. If it is acting, it is fast. It does not waste time. It is quick, active, sharp, alive, rejuvenating. That is what the word, this one, this one, it is power. Power is not anywhere, it's here. Jesus said, you err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. So if you don't know the scriptures, you don't know what? This one. This one is God's power, which is quick. The word of God is a divider. You will never understand and know the real value of things until you understand the word of God. It says that the word of God designs the heart and divides the joint and the marrow and is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Until you go here, everything you do, you think it is right until you visit the word of God. Until you visit the word of God, you feel you need everything. The word of God says you don't need anything. I'm teaching you Bible. He said, you have no need for anything. What does he say? Is that God has given unto you all things that pertain to life and godliness. This is word. You don't need it. Before you need it, it's provided. That is your life. That should be your life. When you think you need money, money is already provided. Ask for wisdom to see it. Ask that God will open your ears. I'm teaching you Bible, Bible, Bible. You, God isn't seeing your needs. He provided it. He said, if God did not withhold his son, but with his son, he gave him up to die. How shall he not with the son freely give us all things? It doesn't end there. The Bible says, who knows the things of a man? Except the spirit that is in the man. So, the things of God knows no man. But God has revealed them to us. The things which are freely given to us. You might look for favor for a long time. You will find it. Because it has already been given. Grace already given. How can I explain it? But all is where? here it is here what am I doing to you provoking you to pick this open it in the day open it in the afternoon don't go to office without the scripture in your spirit don't get up without searching for the, for the bible to look for something the first thing you do when you sit in your car is you put on uh, joy FM. I want to know what is going, going on Wrong, 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 wrong. You feed yourself with this. This is life. They have nothing to give to you that will give you life. What they have is called bad news. It kills. And for your information, majority, 90% of the news you hear is bad news. And aside of being bad, it's manipulated news. This is the only good news. So you give yourself to it. Give yourself wholly to it. It is quick. It is power. Full, powerful. He can teach you how to divide. You can know this is natural. This is soulish. This is spiritual. It is only the word of God. Will people say they, they, they are Christians and they are gays? Where, where did they get it from? From this one? No. They got it themselves. Because they don't want this. This doesn't teach that. This said in the beginning, God created them, male and female. This one. And he said that when they are united, it is unto death. He said that they, they will leave knowledge and become so foolish in their mind. That now men and men will sleep. Women and women will sleep. And God said when he sees that, he will hand them over to foolishness. Until their mind cannot think properly again. And that is where we are going. Because people don't want to reverence this one. You can see people 
picking scripture and discrediting it on the media. This one. And that is a season we are entering into where the word of God is going to lose value to the unbelievers. But for us, it is the power of God unto salvation. So you must take it and place the right value on it. When the doctor says you will die, pick this one. It says you shall live and not die. When the doctor says that you are sick, you look at this and say that by his stripes, I was healed. So there is no disease at all. Here. Here. I announced to you the importance of this. The importance of this. Because if you don't understand how important it is, your faith, you cannot, be faith, you cannot have faith. Your faith will be later. Let me give you surprising statements of Jesus. Jesus said, So Sydney Quay will be right back. Follow us on all our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Skype, YouTube, at Shekinah Avenue. continues they, they call it master 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 don't you care we are perishing so he got out of the boat stood up then looked at the wind saw the waves then he said peace peace be still then it was calm then I'm sure it was bitter I like Peter I'm sure it was bitter he said ha ah, what manner of man is this? That even the wind and the storms they obey him. Then Jesus said, Why were you fearful? O ye of little faith. Fear is an expression of little faith. Anytime you are afraid and you are fearful, it is the expression of little faith. That means that your faith has a problem. It is too little. Work it up a little. Work it up. Nothing in this world should put you to fear. Nothing at all. You should live your life. The only thing you are fearful is God's word. That is the only thing you hold in the highest reference. This one. When you begin to do what I am telling you, placing value here, all I have said is to teach you so far that this one, you place value on it. Not what a man said. Not what your company said. What God said. Every time they asked Jesus, how can we work the work that you work? He said, only believe. They couldn't understand. Then he further explained. He said, you see the works I do? It is not I that do it, but the Father that is in me. Because I speak only the works of the Father. He had trained himself to speak only what God spoke. This one. And all of us must learn it. Learn it. That is the value. Learn it. You can tame situations with it. You can tame challenges with it. You can handle things with the word of God simply. You don't make it powerful. It is already powerful. When enemies rise against you, you can look at the word and smile in the midst of trouble. Because thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. So the presence of my enemies don't put me to fear. I am not moved by enemies when they are present. It is no factor. It is rather tables. Why? I know this. Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. I will give my angels charge concerning you. They shall bear you up in their hands. So I am not afraid of what they are saying. I am not in their hands. I am in the hands of angels. You build this is the way you start. You reference this one. 
reference it. Find what he says about everything about your life. If you are a student, find out what he says about the student. Because that is where you are. Don't go and be finding out about marriage. We are so privileged. We don't know. Some people want to be like Solomon. Check your Bible. It doesn't ask you to be like Solomon. He said that greater than Solomon is here. And when you read your Bible, yesterday I took time to teach them about the wisdom of Solomon. What did this wisdom do? I spoke to them. I said, what did this wisdom do? His wisdom taught him, when you read the Bible, in First Kings 4, his wisdom taught him about trees. He spoke about trees. Cedar, hyssop. Those are the things he spoke about. His wisdom was restricted to nature. So he could look at the ant and say that you are lazy. Go and learn from the ant. Have you seen the ant? They don't have a head. They don't have a leader. But yes, still, they never lack. So why are you lacking? Learn from the ant. You sluggard. Then he will look at the eagle. He will look at the lion. He will look at something and say, ah, there are some things on earth that never say they are satisfied. Fire, when it is burning, it will never say it is satisfied. It will burn everything. He said, ah, when you look at the water and you look at the sea, there is water everywhere, but all the water go back into the sea, but the sea is never full. That's what we tell you that you'll never be satisfied in life. He said, are you laboring for riches, not labor? Because you'll be, a, you'll be a sad man. Solomon. He said, when you see the wine, for those of you who have been taking wine, he says, it's a sign. Unless you have got eye problem. Solomon said, your eyes will be red. When you see the clear road, you see valleys and mountains. Yes, Solomon said it. He says that at the end of the day, when you see it, the, the wine turning in the cup, it is not just turning, it is a snake. It will bite you. Where will you find it? Where are you going to find that? You won't even come. Somebody said, you know, <laughs> uh, the Lord doesn't say anything about drinking. He said, oh, Timothy. Timothy, my son, for your stomach's sake, take a little wine. Then he said, man of God, so where, do, where is he reading? Where is he reading? You see, a lot of people, that when you got born again, were you able to touch drink? The first day you got born again, were you able to touch any drink? Never. Were you even able to go and do fornication or anything? Never. You, 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 you know. That is the knowledge within. You know it comes. It is the world that teaches you otherwise. It will teach you. It will take your mind from this. But this one is the highest level of truth. God says that me myself, I have submitted my name under my word. If you put my word down and I say I will do something else and you point my word, I will stop what I said I will do. I will come and do what the word says. That is how, how important God's word is. God said that Moses, leave me. I want to destroy these boys. I will kill all of them. I am going to make sure that none of them, none, none of them will cross over to the other side. Moses, let me alone now. I want to finish them now. This is Exodus 32. And Moses said, Lord, Ajobra, Lord. Then the Lord said, Moses, leave me. I want to destroy them. I want to destroy them. Then God said, you know something. Let me destroy them. When I'm done with them, I will raise a nation out of you. Moses still will not allow. He will not still allow. They said, Lord, you are the same one that brought these people from Egypt. You didn't bring them to come and kill them. I know that they have misbehaved, but you didn't bring them to kill them or, or destroy them. The Lord, was, the Lord was listening. He said, Lord, you made a promise you swore by yourself to Abraham, to Jacob, Isaac, that you would give them this land. And you didn't add the condition of killing them. So, Lord, that is one of the most gracious words ever said in the Bible. He said, Lord, this is evil. This thing you want to do, it is evil. Repent. And the Bible said, 
God repented. Then the Lord said, Ah, Moses, okay, I will not kill them again. But I am not going to go. God is still angry. <laughs> so I'm not going to go with the, I will not go. But my angel will go with them. He has got my name. So remember that as for him, when you disobey him, he will just strike you down. So he will go with you. But I'm not going to. These people, they are too stiff naked. When I decide to go, one of these days, I'll, I'll do something to them. I won't go with them again. Then Moses said, Lord, Lord, you said I, just me, I found favor in your sight. So, please, go with us. The Lord, the Lord was there. They were chatting. You see, God, somebody is using God's word to bargain. The Lord said, okay, I'll go, but you know that the Lord, uh, they were uh, talking, talking. Then the Lord said, okay, I'll go. Then Moses said, Lord, aside, go in. You know that if you don't go with us, me, myself, I won't go. If you refuse to go, me too, I'm not going. We are all going to stay here and wait for you. That is a man who knows the value of God's word. He knows it. So he wrote to Israel and said, you people, why do you think you suffered in the, in the wilderness? He said, the Lord your God brought you through the wilderness so that he might teach you. The man does not live by bread alone, but by every word. When God speaks, man must live with it. That is why you go for this. That is the purpose of the wilderness. The snakes is not the snakes. The serpent is not the serpent. The giant is not the giant. It is for you to know that men that don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Because that is what gives faith. This one. It gives faith, faith, and faith. And God looked at him. The Moses cornered God finally. He said, Lord, actually, I want to see your glory. Then the Lord said, nobody shall see my face and, and live. But you know, I will show you my backside. Then God told him something about Christ. I will hide you in the cleft of the rock, which is Christ, and you will see my back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how high God's word is. You can approach God with his word. God doesn't do or not do or do maybe and not maybe. The Bible says all the promises of God in Christ. They are yes, not maybe, yes and amen by us to the glory of God. Anybody that can take the word of God on face value, you just take it. Like Idahosa said, is that I read in my Bible, it is written. In his name they shall cast out devils. In his name they shall raise the dead. So he went the whole day through the Nigerian street where he lived. He went into this house. Is there anybody sick or dead? They said, no. Okay. Is there anybody sick or dead? No. He said, finally, after hours of going around, he entered into a house. They said, somebody just died. He said, he died right now. Then he took. He said, come on. Then the people said, ha, we are mourning. He said, I have got good news for you. I'm coming to raise the baby. He said, he prayed for the baby for a time. The baby was not getting up. So he quickly checked. <laughs> He checked how Christ did it. So he sacked all of them from the room. Because Jesus sent all of them out. He said, all of you out, out. He sacked all, so he was left with them. Then he did exactly what Jesus did. What is it? Value of God's word. Value. 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 You place honor where it is coming from. And the one delivering the letter also, either the chief of staff or Mercy himself, so there is no shadow of doubt. This is the way you need to teach God's word. God's word is coming from heaven. Coming from the creator of the ends of the earth. 
And he's saying that you shall live and not die. Who are you to say you will die? He's saying that I have made you rich and you shall not be poor. Who are you to say I am poor? He said, I am your good shepherd. I am your shepherd. I shall give you your wants. Even your needs are already catered for. I will give you your wants. Who are you to say that I lack? He said that I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you from affliction. And I will honor you and bless my name. Who are you to say that I am dishonored? He said disrespect to the honor of the word of God. Thy word is settled in heaven. What are you using for newspapers? Sit down and open the testament. This is the will of God. This is the will of God. Jesus left. If a man leaves a will, it must be read. And who reads it is the Holy Ghost. And who listens to it is his ass. When you hear what he says, you take it by heart and just go and leave it. He says, you shall cast out devil, I cast them out. You lay hands on the sick, they recover. I lay hands on the sick, they recover. He said that you shall dwell in plenty, I dwell in plenty. He said, I shall be above only, and I'm above only. I shall not be beneath. If you are a believer, say, I am a believer. What did we say our confession is? I am born of God. I am born from above. I am a manifestation and uh, I am born from above and it is God talking to you I am born of God I am born from above I am a manifestation of the world I am a child of dominion he said rule thou in the midst of your enemies I said to you rule also in the midst of your enemy rule over diseases rule over sin rule over pain rule over disheartment I bless you in the name of Jesus no sickness will dwell in your body the word of God says by his stripes we were healed it was laid on him our sins our sickness our death our pain it was laid on Jesus and I refuse to let the devil take advantage of my life I will finish my course I will run my race I will come out victorious for it is written they 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 didn't love their life to the death but they overcame by the word of their testimony and by the blood of the lamp I am the blood of the lamp working for me I am overcoming in 2018 are you overcoming Luke chapter 4 verse 16 let us read it together as a church I announce to you the days of poverty are over the days where you were looking for mercy and you didn't get it, it is over. For the set time to favor Zion is now. The days where you were involved in accident, over. I, the law, I will not allow evil to befall you. Glory be to God. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say, of the law, is my fortress, my refuge, my God, my high tower. Surely he shall deliver me. Let them throw their arrow, I shall be delivered. Let them shoot their arrows, I shall be delivered. I have a word higher than the president. I have a word higher than the constitution. It is the word of God. For a little one shall be like a thousand. And the list of them shall be like the angel of the Lord. According to the number of your days, so shall your strength be. I announce it and I bless you with it. I am above all, for that which is born from above is above all. I announce to you, nothing is going to hold you in captivity. Nothing can hold you in captivity. Give the Lord your shout of praise. Do you know what it can do for you? Do you know what it can do to your environment? Do you know what it can do to your enemies? Do you know what it can do to those that love you and those that hate you? Uh, God told Abraham, he said, Abraham, I will bless them that bless you. And I will curse them that curse you. It is my responsibility. It is not your responsibility. I, I will curse them. 
the other day, Miriam and Aaron, they stood and they said, Are we not like Moses? Then the Lord appeared. He said, What are you talking about? Well, what are you trying to talk about there? It was not Moses, it was God. He had descended to talk for Moses. He said, The two of you, what are you talking about? That Moses is like you. Who said that? You people, you see visions in the night and you just have dreams and you are talking about Moses, the man I speak face to face, the humblest man. Then God said, the Bible actually said, and God just left. After speaking to them, he just left. And Miriam was leprous. So Aaron came and knelt at Moses. He said, Moses, please, do something about Miriam. Then Moses said, oh Lord, take away. Then the Lord said, no, 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 no. no. I will do it, but let it, let it be a little while so that she can learn something. Ah, ah, look at what God's word will do to you. What does the Bible say? Any what? What is the Bible saying? He called them what? Unto whom what? As the word of God come to you. So what is God calling you? Hear the word of God explicitly. The scriptures cannot be broken. For you, the word of God has not just come. The Bible says you have been born by the word. You have been born by the word. You are born by the word. You have been born by the word. You live by the word. I declare over your life. Reign in your family. Reign in your work. Reign everywhere you go. And give the Lord your loudest shout of praise. Luke chapter number 4. This is what you must go and do when you get to the house. What you are about to read. That is what you are going to do when you get back to the house. Through the month. Through the day. What does it say? Luke chapter number 4. Verses number 16 downwards. What does it say? And he came. To Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, for to what you see, what I've been telling you, for to what this was the custom of Jesus, he read every Sunday for them, it was even Saturday. So, every Saturday, he read in the synagogue, every Saturday, and it was his custom, something he did religiously. If he is in the temple that day, he will make sure he will read. And he read. What did he read? 17. And there was delivered unto him a book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found. He found where? He found what? Did they look for it for him? He did what? He found it. Where it was what? It was written. The Bible said, don't you know that God has given unto us precious promises by which we may be made partakers. They are in what you are holding. Precious promises that by them you may be a partaker. You may take part in heavenly life. It is in what you are holding. It has been delivered to you. Some on your phone, some in your tablet, some on your laptops, some in the Bible. Open it up and read what does the next verse say? You must be saying something every single day of your life. And he began to say, what did he say? Tomorrow. No, I, I'm not sure. Tomorrow. Maybe next week. Next year by this time. What did he say? This day is this scripture fulfilled in your eyes. I prophesy to you. What do you begin to say from today? 
have something to say when you get up i am the blessed of the lord when you get up say i am favored by the lord my going out is blessed by coming in is blessed i am blessed in the city i am blessed outside the city i am blessed in the field i am an anointed man i am favored i am glorious i am the righteousness of god i am the servant of righteousness i am so blessed my enemies can't touch i am untouchable i have the covering of the blood say something say something there are times I get up in the morning Then when I rise up I look around I say where are my enemies I look for them and I couldn't find them They came against me in one way But they are fleeing in seven ways I look at myself Sometimes when it looks like I am down I say say to the righteous It is well Then I rise up from my bed I say though the righteous fall seven times He will rise up seven times We don't fear fall We don't fear failure Because we have a God That is the antidote to fear and to failure Rise and give the Lord your shout of praise Give the Lord your Lord a shout of praise Give the Lord your Lord a shout of praise Thank you for tuning in to Kingdom Mandate with Apostle Sidney Quay, head pastor of Shekinah Avenue. For prayer and counseling, please call 0200-999-852. Join us for our Sunday services from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Locate us at Shekinah Avenue Auditorium, opposite the Washing Bay, Saika, Obodo, East Lagon. Until the apostle comes your way again, remain blessed.